tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. Hey, I'm sure you heard about the big cage fight. It's set to take place between the two tech gladiators. I'm talking about Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk. Now, this is actually serious stuff. Zuckerberg has been eating 4,000-calorie McDonald's meals, that's right, to bulk up, and Elon Musk is lifting 50-pound free weights to prepare. And so we know that it's going to happen, but there's still the question, when and where? Well, a clue got dropped the other day. Uh, Dana White, he's the president of the UFC, he told Mike Tyson in a podcast that he has met with the Italian officials about holding this big fight at the Coliseum, that's right, in Rome, and he says they're still talking. Okay, that's something I would definitely want a ticket for. I mean, I do hope they go old school with those Coliseum rules. I mean, imagine, like, you know, feed them to the lions. Mm, Okay, not really, not today. Uh, Today they'd be eating a salad with a very special lettuce. Romaine. Oh, yes. Hey, listen, you're about ready to get more tech smarts because every single thing is now a tech thing. I'm Kim Commando, America's beloved digital goddess here with you once again. And if you're just tuning in to the Kim Commando show for the first time, hey there, welcome. And for all you regular listeners, welcome back. You know the drill. You can find my award-winning show on over 420 top stations throughout the United States. And you can also find us as a podcast or as a webcast commercial-free over at commando.com. In the upper right-hand corner, there's that happy, bright yellow button that says Commando Community. Yeah, hit that, and it's commercial-free. Now, if you're listening on the radio, we love that. And this is just a reminder. You can get us as Kim Commando today as a podcast, Monday through Friday. Wherever you get your podcast, just search for Commando with a K, of course. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 is the way to join us. And if you need immediate tech support, you need somebody to come on your system and help you figure out your Wi-Fi, fix your printer, set up your phone, uh, deal with some streaming services, whatever it is, you can reach out to my team of tech experts right now over at GetKimsHelp.com. Once again, that's GetKimsHelp.com. And I'd like to thank LinkedIn for helping to make this show possible because these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager. But with LinkedIn Jobs, you can find the right people for your team faster, and you can do this for free. Now, you can post your job for free right now at linkedin.com slash Kim. That's linkedin.com slash Kim. Terms and conditions apply. All righty, then every single day I check out about 35 different websites to make sure that we're both up to date on what's happening in the tech universe. And here are the top five things that you need to know right now. And we're going to start with BMI. Mm, No, silly, not that BMI. I'm talking about body machine interface. Ooh, yeah. Or otherwise known as a brain chip implant. Now, I know what most who say, oh, I'm never going to get one of those. Mm, listen up, Elon Musk company Neuralink and another company called BlackRock Neurotech. They've both been given the FDA's permission to begin testing on coin size, these brain chip implants. Now, the wires are smaller than a human hair. They extend from the implant. They connect directly to certain parts of the brain. The surgery, 
only takes 30 minutes. So how could you use this? Well, maybe some terrible progressive neurological diseases such as ALS could be stopped as the device instructs the brain not to make those changes. Now, for someone who can no longer speak, the chip will send the person's thought by a text message. And just by their thoughts, they can directly control wheelchairs, iPads, you name it. And Elon Musk just got $280 million from Peter Thiel. Yeah, he's a billionaire. He's the co-founder of PayPal. And Musk wants humans and AI machines to work together using this brain implant technology. Total sci-fi movie plots coming to life. All right, moving on to number two, white fonts. Yeah, you're going to want to put those on your resume from now on. Why? Artificial intelligence is helping managers and recruiters filter out applicants. And AI can just auto-reject applicants who lack certain skills or years of experience in just a matter of seconds. Now, to get past the AI bots, you need to know an insider secret. And it has to do with a special colorless font. Now, of course, in a perfect world, the hiring manager would check each and every resume to make sure that AI is doing the job. But mm, this is not a perfect world. And that's where white fonting comes in. You copy the most important keywords from a job that you're applying for. You paste them right into your resume. Then you just change the font color to white. So the whole idea is that the color change to a white font makes the keywords invisible to the naked eye. But here's the clever part. AI bots will pick them up and then bump you to the top of the list. Is it a guaranteed win? No, but it is a way for you to play the AI game. Moving on to number three, ChatGPT. It's been in use for about eight, nine months, and there are a few places online that haven't been touched by it is, its inaccuracies, exaggerations, and outright lies. I'm talking about, yes, it's lying. Now, AI chatbots, they don't lie all the time, and that's the problem. So unless you're super familiar with everything that the chatbot is writing about, you may not be able to readily spot the false information, which places every business, every organization, every school student using ChatGPT at risk for some high-stake consequences, I'm talking about lawsuits, failing grades, expulsion, job losses. And at the same time, Google is pitching a news-writing AI product to legitimate organizations, even though... The AI is riddled with problems. Oh, my gosh. You have to remember, chatbots collect all of their data from the Internet, which is filled with lies right, and misinformation, just tons of it. But did you hear about the new Russian AI application? It's called ChatKGB, and it's asking all the questions. And guess what? You are obligated to answer them. Moving on to number four, everyone knows that lithium-ion batteries can be unpredictable. They probably won't spontaneously catch fire, but when they do, the results are catastrophic. So here's how we're going to fix it. When a lithium-ion battery catches fire, it's usually done in a spectacular way because the battery is squeezing cells together more closely. And if these cells touch, the battery heats up and it creates what's called a thermal runaway. That's one of those uncontrollable chain reactions. So... The scientists and the researchers have come up with something else. It's called an oxygen ion battery. It uses non-flammable ceramic materials. It doesn't require rare elements, so it is coming. And meanwhile, automakers say do not recharge your EV inside your garage, so you can stop doing that because, yeah, fire. And finally, this, TikTok's dirty little viral secret. Now, most social media users believe that if a video goes viral, it just must be so compelling that it caught the attention of millions of others of people. Well, Forbes has uncovered a lie. Mm. TikTok has always claimed that its, its so-called For You page is personalized, compiled by algorithms that predict your interests. 
Well, what they found out is that TikTok employees secretly handpick certain videos and supercharge them, making the videos appear to be going viral on their own. Now, the staff calls this misleading practice heating. And so this means everyone does not have the same chances at their 15 seconds of TikTok fame. And speaking of TikTok, my friend's granny, wow, she started sharing her Italian recipes on TikTok. And now she's on Only Nans. Oh, ho, ho. I know, that was a good one. Hey, ExpressVPN encrypts your network data and hides your IP address, protecting you from profiling, surveillance, and data harvesting. Now, here's the deal. You can get three months free on an annual plan by heading to expressvpn.com slash Kim. That's expressvpn.com slash Kim. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. All right, Lyle in Reno, Nevada. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, you were, you were talking about AI and its prevalence that's starting to come on uh, online now through you know several providers and um, browsers. And I started wondering that uh, I know AI by reading about it a little bit that it has the ability to take millions of images and make an image that they're going to use, like in commercials and of real people. Sure. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. not necessarily real, a made-up character, but I started worrying. And you know what? I'll tell you something, Lyle. It's, Lyle, it's happening right now on social media that the AI is are becoming influencers. And so you see these beautiful, I'm talking about Lyle, gorgeous women, just gorgeous women. And they have hundreds and maybe 200,000 followers. And you look at the comments, the guys are like, Oh, you're like the hottest woman I've ever seen, and I wish my wife looked like you. Okay, it's all AI. It's not even a person. Yeah, correct. Yeah, and then but what started concerning me is um, the images that are already existent online of pornography and stuff like that, and I started worrying about well. It's not going to be long before somebody starts taking all these images together and starts producing, like, um, online child pornography and stuff like that, but they're not going to be a real child. So I was wondering if the lawmakers have taken into consideration of of laws to protect actresses, actors, um, you know, or laws against any type of that type pornography of being online, even though they might not be real people. Well, you know, it's a it's an interesting question. And quite frankly, I don't think any government around the globe was prepared and is prepared to handle artificial intelligence and this the upsurge how and how it has disrupted life as we know it, including imagery, but also more than that on websites and uh, digital ads and website traffic. That's what I meant by websites, really website traffic. So what's happening now is that 
they, being governments around the world and the representatives, are trying to put their arms around AI. There's been a call for here in the United States that we should put, uh, we should actually put, push the pause button on AI. Well, we can't really do that because no other country is actually pushing the pause button. But we need to update and create laws to address new technology-related crimes, including the distribution of explicit content. And because uh, the, the existing laws often include um, computer-generated images, but not to the extent that we are seeing them and will see them. Right now, AI is on its training wheels. I want you to think of AI today as the very first iPhone back in 2007 to where we are today. Only that took so many years, right? Yes. But with AI, it's it's going to take probably two, three years because of the way that this technology advances. So law enforcement agencies around the world, they're getting the tools to detect, investigate, and prosecute these tech-enabled crimes. And as I mentioned, we do have uh, an international collaboration. But we're kind of slow to the stick right now because it kind of hit us all blindsided. We always had AI, but not the way it is now. But it blindsided us all eight or nine months ago when ChatGPT first came out, right? Yeah, yeah. And and now we are seeing these tools, incremental tools that are replacing jobs, but they're making some jobs easier. Okay. Uh, why do you think we're having the writer strike, right? Yeah. Because they're wondering what's going to be happening with AI. Uh, Disney and both Netflix, they've come out and they said, you know what? We don't need actors anymore. Good. We can just use AI-generated actors. Look at Harrison Ford in the latest movie. I don't know if you saw that movie, Lyle. No, I haven't seen but it yet. The, okay, look at the first – look at the trailer online. Just go to YouTube and look at the, the trailer. And I want you to just look at Harrison Ford in the beginning of the trailer and know that he is currently, I don't know, 81 or 82 years old? Yeah. And then in the trailer, the first 25 minutes, the first 25 minutes of this movie, Harrison Ford is 30 years old. And wow, he looks amazing. I mean, it used to be that AI would get hands wrong. The eyes would be crossed. It just didn't look right, didn't feel right. You had that gut reaction. But uh-uh, no more. And again, we are just at the first stage of AI. And it's just going to be just, uh, wow, a roller coaster from here, folks. Just a roller coaster. And Lyle, thank you for your call. Uh, let's see. Who's up next? How about you, Nancy in St. Louis, Missouri? I have a question, and I didn't know if you ever investigated this for anyone else. Um, Amer and UE installed smart meters in our location where we're at. And they left kind of like a mm -hmm. handle flyer saying, go ahead and log in and create an account. Um, and then as I was looking on the website, um, they give you options to choose your, basically your package, like your, how you want to save on your bill. So like, I, I just find that weird. Like, doesn't everybody want the lowest possible price? So... <laughs> <laughs> I, of course right, we do. Right. Well, well, let's let's start let's start at the B. Let's start uh -huh. at the beginning. Okay, so so basically it's happening all throughout the country is that we have these old analog electric right. meters, okay? 
And so these so-called smart meters Mm -hmm. are all coming into place. And the the smart meters uh, actually can let the providers see what's going on with the needs and what's going on with the grid. And the whole idea is that maybe we could get people, if we we (laughs) incentivize, I can't say that word, maybe we can get people to start saving Mm -hmm. their electricity if we can start showing them that they can save money. And so using these smart meters, they're able to offer different saving plans. And they're really not saving plans as much as uh, what I would say time of use plans. Mm -hmm. Because you get different electric rates at different times of day. So uh, energy is always cheaper during the off-peak hours. Okay, So you want to run your washer dryer and your dishwasher from, say, 9 to 10 p.m. until 6 a.m. Uh, sometimes weekends have certain years. Holidays are off-peak rates. Okay. And so the whole way is that by, by you signing in, you can see how much uh, energy that you're using during peak and non peak okay. hours. Now, they do collect information, and so that this way they can manage the grid, and they give you those insights about your consumption. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but the whole idea is that they're going to give you tiered pricing, so this way... You will conserve the energy, and then they can manage demand on the Got grid. it. Okay. Well, that that explains it because there are definitely different kinds of options. And as I was exploring it, you can't, like, switch back and forth between some of them. And um, But thank you for explaining it to me. Oh, my pleasure, Nancy. I'm glad that you gave me a call because sometimes, you know, when you look at all this stuff, especially when – they present, oh gosh, how many terms and conditions in front of you, right? And you're like, oh, all this legal mumbo jumbo, what does it mean? It just means that it's a way for them to manage the grid and you conserve some energy and save some money along the way. Thanks for your call today, Nancy. Some things in tech, it does make total sense. All right, let's talk about the fake home listings and what the scammers are doing lately because fraudsters are just rampant using these real estate website listings to trick you into handing over your cash. And the worst part, if they get you, you're left without your money and you don't have a home at the end. So here's what happens. You found what looks like the perfect house online. It's great, but don't dive in headfirst in a hurry. You want to have a good, hard look at that ad first. If you see a price that's way lower than other houses in the area, okay, that's Usually a big red flag. Now, what about photos? Maybe there aren't any photos. Maybe the photos are blurry. Well, that's something fishy. Now, if you're already in touch with a property manager or real estate agent, just make sure they're not trying to rush you through the process. And if they want your personal information or cash without all the usual steps, that's a no-go. You just want to run. You don't want to walk away. Because here's the deal. The scammers are putting up these fake listings and they're getting you to hand over your money. Maybe even buy the property. You'll buy something and you don't even own it. They don't own it. And it's going to be crazy. So just uh, keep your eyes out and use your common sense. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. All right, college is both scary and super exciting. There are so many things to consider. The cost, the career path, the time. 
Now, what if you're not sure that you want to take that plunge? Well, I have some great news for you. YouTube and Arizona State University, they've teamed up to give you a taste of college without breaking the bank, and you can get real credit for it. I mean, here's the deal. It's called the Study Hall Channel on YouTube. It's absolutely free. They've got some courses up there, human communication, uh, composition, real-world college math and history. Now, for the option to get credit for these courses, you pay only $25 per class. Now, here's the really great part. You can retake these classes as many times as you want to get the grade that you're after. Now, all the coursework is developed by Arizona State University, so it's legit. I actually got my computer degree from them. Uh, You can transfer these class credits to one of the hundreds of universities that accept ASU credits for $400. This is Cheaper than you may be taking that class at a local community college or even at another university. Again, it's called the Study Hall Channel on YouTube. And it's from Arizona State University, which, you know, it's a pretty darn school. I mean, everybody says, oh, Kim Commando, you went to a party school. Yeah, I did. I didn't party, though. I kind of blew through college in three and a half years. So I was just on the the A train for that. And I uh, recently, a couple of years ago, I was actually put into the ASU Hall of Fame, which that was kind of cool. It was. All right. Still to come, we're going to talk about uh, some ways that you can use tech to make sure that your bike doesn't get stolen. And then later on, some eBay pro tips that you're going to use time and time again. And let's see, who do we have up next? Uh, Gwen in Austin, Texas. Well, it's 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 kind of a simple thing, but I have recently retired. Um and my whole career, I used uh, a PC with Word, and then I'd come home and use that as well. Um, I used mainly, um, well, I used uh, Microsoft Word, the Office Suite. Um, so I recently got a Mac laptop, and, you know, I could use my uh, PC with Word just with my eyes closed, and now I'm fumbling, and I did some word search, you know, searches on the internet on how to learn this, you know, maybe books that might be good. I'm just overwhelmed, and oh. I didn't know uh, the best way to learn this, um, how to use okay, the Mac. Well, and well, here, here's the here's the thing: is that one of the things I'm going to tell you. I just want you to to re- always remember this, okay, Gwen? Okay. When when you're working on a Windows PC with Microsoft Word or any any Microsoft product, just put it out there, even just in Windows, is that there's always, it seems like, three ways to do one task, right? Yeah. And And it also requires you to do a lot more steps than it will take on a Mac. And so the thing that I've always seen with people when they come directly from Windows to Mac, they're like, well, is that all I have to do? You mean I can just drag that over and the program installs? I don't have to say what folder and approve this and go create. No, you just you just drag it over, right? And then you're going to learn like, uh, you know, certain keystrokes on your Mac. Like, of course, Control-Z, right? Uh, Shift-Command-4 is going to capture screens. And yeah. so these are, th- mm-hmm. these are like these little keystrokes that you're going to want to maybe put on a piece of paper next to your Mac. So that this way you can refer to them until you, they become just memory for you. You, know, you don't even need to think mm-hmm. about it. Your key, your hands just automatically just do these keystrokes. So it's like I did in Word. I exactly, exactly. <laughs> and and so there's probably nothing that you could beat, like going to an in-person class at an Apple store. 
Now, you're in a big city, okay. Austin. They've got several Apple stores. They have free classes. They have low-cost classes. And they're really great for hands-on learning, guided by experts. And you'll find people in the Apple store, they really want to help you. They're excited to be there. Okay. Okay. Uh, now, Apple also has their online support is phenomenal. They have all kinds of online tutorials and support documents. So, you know, take a look at support.apple.com. And YouTube, they have their own videos. Of course, there's there's books okay. and manuals. You know, I'm not saying that you're a dummy, but, you know, all those dummy titles, they've been successful mm -hmm. for over 20 years because it just works, right? <laughs> That's so, funny. That's one of the books I, I pulled up, so I'm not offended. Yeah. Okay, good. Now, um, now. Using Pages, which is your version of Microsoft Word, because Pages comes free on your Mac, it also looks like it. Uh, it's very similar. And you can, uh, you know, you, I don't think you'll find that transition to be di very difficult. But if you want, you can always purchase Microsoft Word for Mac. Okay. I mean, if you want to just stay with that. But if you don't want to use Word, you can use Pages. Or if you want to use Google Docs. Okay, I'm on a uh -huh. Mac. Uh, I have Word on it because certain of the publications that I write for, like the Daily Mail mm -hmm. and uh, and USA Today and Fox and New York Post, they still like that. They still want to get that DocX file, right? Mm -hmm. so right, right. I've so what I do is I write it in Google Docs. I save it as a Word file, okay. Okay. And then I op then I open it up in Word. Uh, just to make sure that it's good, and then I send it off to the newswires because I don't want them, you know, writing me back saying, "Ah, you know, like we couldn't open the file because that becomes a bit of a trauma." So, you know, what I would do is I'd I'd go down to the Apple Store and explain your situation, talk to one of those okay. reps, and say, and then let them point you in a direction. Yeah, I know you can book these classes on their website, but I think it might be easier for you just to go ahead and go there, bring your MacBook with you. Because maybe they can, you, they, you have, they have a class right then that you can just slide in. I'll tell you, I was in the uh, Apple store, I don't know, maybe three, four weeks ago, and they were doing a class about digital photography. And I actually stood there and said, wow, you know, these classes are free and they're amazing. And so if you're trying to make that transition from a PC to Mac, you know, definitely check out those uh, in-store classes. Gwen, thank you for your call. You know, aside from Google Docs, there are some other free options. If you don't want to pay for Microsoft Word, because I know it gets crazy, and then you start looking at Office 365, and then they're always trying to upsell you something else. Uh, there's also the LibreOffice Suite. Now, this is fantastic because you not only get Word and you get Excel and PowerPoint and everything, but it's open source. So anytime we say open source in the tech industry, that means that it's free. And LibreOffice is compatible with all of the Microsoft file formats. And it's just packed with features. And you can download it to use offline on all the different operating systems. And what's also sweet about LibreOffice is that it has tons of tutorials about how to use it online. I mean, so you can just go to YouTube if you're wondering how to do something. It's just right there. And again, it's absolutely free. Now, there's also OpenOffice Writer. Um, I prefer LibreOffice to OpenOffice. I think LibreOffice looks and feels more like a Microsoft product. But again, it's another open source alternative, which means I just told you that it means that it's free. And so, again, if you want to check these out, we have links to them over at commando.com. That's K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com. All right, let's go ahead and do a great tip. And this week it's brought to us by, yes, getkimshelp.com. 
It's my team of experts, and they are there every single day, 24-7, to help you with your daily tech troubles. So whether you're trying to figure out how to set up a new video doorbell, connect your smart TV to the Internet, uh, connect a printer, whatever it may be, it can be totally frustrating. But here's the deal. If you go to get Kim's help and they don't solve your problem, you don't pay. That's right. You get 24-7 unlimited access and it's unlimited. You call every single day if you need to for just one flat fee. So again, whether it's a problem with your Wi-Fi, your smartphone, computer TV, or any other connected device, my tech experts at GetKimsHelp.com, they're ready. They're just standing by right now. And they have these high-tech troubleshooting tools like virtual house calls and C support. That means they can fix most issues in 10 minutes or less. Yeah, so you've been sitting there frustrated with this problem for uh, months or even days. Okay, get Kim's help. Okay, 10 minutes, it's done. So get your devices working the right way. Sign up now for an affordable monthly or annual subscription at GetKimsHelp.com. Once again, that's GetKimsHelp.com. Alrighty then, if you're the kind of person who rides their bike everywhere, you gotta know, it's like carrying a, a steel wee sign for thieves, especially, we're talking about those expensive e-bikes. Almost two million bikes get stolen each year. That's even more than cars. Crazy, right? So if you love that two-wheeler, here's what you need to do to make sure that it doesn't get stolen and you're gonna keep it safe. Number one, get a smart lock. No keys, no combinations. You unlock it straight from your phone. And super easy to pair it using Bluetooth or Wi-Fi. Then if anybody tries to steal your ride, you're going to get an SOS alert. Then there are also GPS trackers. You can hide one like an AirTag or tile in your bike's frame, wheel, or seat. I actually have mine inside the bike seat. And this way you can keep an eye on your bike all the time right from your phone. And finally, don't forget about the bike alarm systems. They've been around for a long time. You just stick one of these on your bike. And if a thief tries their luck, it's just going to set off a huge alarm. So again, your bikes are expensive, and these are some ways that you can lock it down. If it gets stolen, you might be able to get it back. All righty, Anthony in Augusta, Georgia, welcome to the show. Uh, my question is regarding the uh, AirTag. Do you need a special app on your iPhone to access this? Um, well, what do you want to put a tag on? You were you were mentioning like you could put it in your car, a suitcase, um, you know, sure. whatever. One hundred percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I even have one on. I even have one on my golden retriever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I, I mean, how we... to me, a lot of times I say, well, you know, I'm going to leave uh, my car and I'm going to go to Walmart or whatever, and, yeah, I'm going to remember where it is, and I don't. And I said, you know, with an AirTag, it would probably be a, a good idea to just to find out, where's my car? <laughs> exactly. Well, here's the deal. You have what you need on your iPhone to track AirTags. Uh, your device on your iPhone needs to be – your iPhone needs to be running iOS 14.5 or later. Okay. Uh, you can also do it on your iPad and on your Mac. And then what you do is you turn on Bluetooth and location services, and you're going to have the app already built in under Find My. So instead of just having Find My friends, you'll have Find My devices, Find My items. And then, of course, you're going to put this under your items. And so when you go into Walmart and you don't know where your car is, and then you can just come (laughs) out and say, hmm, find my car. And then we'll say, Anthony, beep, beep, beep. Walk this way, and then it's actually really cool because it will say you're 15 feet away, you're 10 feet away, and then it gives you an arrow which way yeah. to go. 
And is, then is, suddenly is there, you're going to be like. Is there a maximum uh, distance that they can, uh, uh, you know, figure out where you're at? No, okay. not at all. Because what it does is it uses other eye devices in order to figure out where that tag is. Uh And so, for example, I have some cars in storage and I put air tags in the glove box. And so even though those cars are in a storage in Scottsdale, Arizona, I can see exactly where that car is. I also have one in my son's car. Uh, Like I mentioned, I have them, uh, you know, on my bike. (laughs) I have them uh, pretty much on everything that my husband owns because that makes my life easy, too. Apple AirTags may be the greatest invention ever, especially for if you're a wife like me and your husband loses things all the time. Mm, Yes, just put AirTags on every single thing that the guy owns. Let's see. Bill, you're up next in Big Fork, Montana. I think mine's pretty simple, but I was – well, first of all, I'd I'd say – I'd rather read your daily column than the front page of any newspaper, just so you know. It's uh, <laughs> well, much, more enterta- much more entertaining. But uh, under uh, Tech News a week or so ago, you had the Google app in settings, and there's eight sub-settings in there, and two of them don't make sense to me. Uh, but okay. yet again, a 13-year-old kid programmed this when I bought it three or four years ago. But uh, it says um, local network off position, and cellular network and the on position. Now, of course, mm-hmm. local, I'm not sure what, everybody's got a network and everybody's got cellular data, but why is this different than the companies that I use to provide those services? All right, well, let's talk about it. Let's start at the cellular data, okay? Um, what that means is that if you want to use the Google app or any other app when Wi-Fi is not available, it's not there, it's not good enough, is that you can turn on cellular data, so it's going to use your cellular network instead of Wi-Fi. Uh, it also allows you to keep using Google to get directions and use the web when you don't have that Wi-Fi connection. And, you know, if you're on a limited plan for the cellular data, uh, then you might want to turn that off for certain apps so that this way you don't get hit if you are. Uh, may, you may get hit with some data overage fees. And especially if you're traveling overseas, oh my gosh, make sure that you turn off cellular data because uh, if you don't, here, me, lesson learned, Bill. I tell people all this, but I went to climb Machu Picchu and I forgot. I left it on. I came home to a $700 cell phone bill. I was like, OMG. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So good to know we're headed to Switzerland next month. So that's good to know. Oh, yeah. Turn that bad boy off. Off. Okay. Okay. Um, Now, with local network, that's about the app's ability, okay, to use other things that may be on the same network. So maybe if you are going to use the app to connect to a printer or you're going to use it to connect to a streaming devices. But for most cases, the cellular data on, the local network off, uh, is going to be really suitable for just about, you know, anybody who's using it. I probably have the settings that way on my phone uh, because we're not talking about we're not talking about local network Wi-Fi. Of course, we're going to leave Wi-Fi mm-hmm. on. It's just for this particular app. So does that make sense? It does make sense. Okay. That explains it. I appreciate it. All right. And, Bill, thanks for getting our newsletters because I think everybody in the universe should get our newsletters. Don't you agree? I agree, and and it's worth a little giggle every morning. 
Well, I, those are my corny dad jokes. Can't help it. Sorry. <laughs> I read every one of them. Thank you, Bill. Thanks for your call today. And if you're not getting our newsletters, you know, just a quick plug, make sure that you sign up now over at GetKim.com. Once again, there's that's GetKim.com. Hey, Bill, I'm so glad that you get our newsletters. And folks, if you're not getting them too, I'm telling you, you're missing out. You're going to be in for a big delight. So many people are telling me that they start their day every single morning with the newsletters. It's a cup of coffee and Kim and some jokes along the way inside every newsletter. You're just going to love it. You'll smile every single morning. I guarantee it. Uh, sign up right now over at GetKim.com. Once again, that's GetKim.com. All righty. Before I tell you about the tip, let me ask you a question. What do you think was the very first thing sold on eBay? The very first thing sold on eBay ever. Okay, make your best guess now, and then I'm going to answer it as I pass along a pro tip when using eBay. Now, bonus points if you know the year two. Okay, this tip is great if you're looking to buy or sell something. After getting your eBay search results, I want you to go to filter and then scroll down to sold items. Now, Check off the box if you're on a computer. Tap the slider if you're using the app. Now you're only going to see listings that actually sold to customers. This gives you a better idea of actual prices. So let's see if you're right about the first thing sold on eBay. Ready? It was a broken laser pointer purchased in 1995. And I'm going to be selling all of my John Lennon uh, collection on eBay, right? Imagine all the PayPal. Oh boy, that was a great one, wasn't it? Hey, be sure to tell three friends about the Kim Commando Show because knowledge is power. And you can find me 24-7 at the website. That's commando.com. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.